Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, July 25th. Hard to believe this month is about gone. Uh, but uh, we got some news coming out today with some earnings. But don't forget, before we get started with that, that, um, hey, there's only certain things that we can control, and that is risk. Hang on. Dave will be with us just a second. You might be wrong, you might be right. It's the National Weather Service's national anthem from Billy Joel there. It's 8.40, 20 before 9. Time to check in on money and see why and what is happening to your money this morning. Downtown Sebring we go to Statler Financial Services. Very own Philip Statler, who's on the line this morning. Philip, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Dave. Uh, doing well today. It's uh, I was looking back or looking forward, I guess, and thinking that it's just hard for me to believe that uh, July is about gone, and that means the kiddos are getting ready to go back to school here pretty soon. Yeah, one of my almanacs was count is now starting to count down to Labor Day, and it, it feels like summer just got started. And I'm saying, geez, Louise, let's not get that close that fast. Not that I'm not looking forward to having a little break in the heat, but other than that, the summer is kind of going by too fast. Setting up the uh, table for this morning, it was a darn good day. Evidently, when uh, everybody said there's going to be a 99.8% chance of a quarter-point rate increase tomorrow from the Federal Reserve, uh, that kind of gave the markets a little bit of assurance they could make their plans accordingly. And uh, we had a pretty good day. The Dow was up by 184 points. Standard & Poor's was up by 18 and a half. Even NASDAQ recovered up 26. And let me see. I didn't get a chance to uh, look and see what the uh, do, 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 uh, look at looking for the. Oh, yeah, the Russell 2000 was up as well, about a quarter of a percent. We ended up with a pretty good day, even though we weren't particularly happy with the odds of the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates again. Well, you know, the, the markets like certainty, and uh, if they, they've priced in that high of a percentage, then that's pretty certain that we'll see a quarter percent increase on Thursday. So and, I, I think that that's going to be the deal. And that's kind, of the, that's, that's kind of the thing that we've preachified for a long time, good news or bad news. As long as we know what's going to happen, you can make an investment decision that will make you money. And sometimes that's good for the stock market, whichever way it goes. As long as we know what the future is, it's when you don't know that the stock market gets so hinky, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah, uncertainty really drives the market crazy. Absolutely. I don't have any details on it, but the word just came off my ticker that uh, uh, the uh, chi the Chinese economy is getting some stimulus measures. It says that uh, the Chinese government is implementing some stimulus measures in order to try to buoy up the economy. Once again, that can't hurt our stock markets if our biggest trading partner is uh, actually paying attention and trying to make sure they get back to those growth rates that they're used to. So everything seems to be coming up roses at the very least until we start getting the government data dump later on in the week, right? Well, that's right. I mean, remember this week we do have on Thursday, I, I think probably an, an important number coming out, and that's the GDP. Um, mm -hmm. that, that number comes out on Thursday morning. And um, interesting, you know, yesterday, Dave, I told you the expectation was for it to drop to 1.7. Yeah. Um, they must have surveyed some more economists because it's, it's up to 2% now as the expectation. Let's find some more economists. 
<laughs> these are moving targets as we go. But we ended up with, uh, I think it was 2% in the first quarter reading that we had. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, what we can get in terms of uh, uh, the next reading on it. Because I, I, it'd be nice if we continue to grow a little bit faster than they expected, but not too much, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I think that would... Um you know, that, that that's good for all of us, right? It, except for maybe the Fed. They may not like that. Now, that's true. We, the, the Federal Reserve doesn't like anything good these days. Other tidbits going on. Uh, the uh, Something you brought to the fore yesterday morning, uh, UPS and the Drivers Union, the Teamsters, uh, there was a severe threat of a strike yesterday. The threat's not gone away, but at the very least, they're back at the table. And, you know, we talk about UPS, and I giggle a little bit about our office manager isn't going to be able to ogle our delivery guy in his cute brown shorts, but it really is. You look at the supply chain in this country, and the single largest delivery unit for our country is still the Postal Service. Uh, they delivered 6.7 billion packages last year. Right on their heels, though, is UPS at 5.2 billion packages. I mean, that's a big chart. That's a big part of our supply chain. And the thing that kind of made me sit up and take notice is they'd have an even bigger impact if it weren't for Amazon going on their own way, because the number three package delivery service in this whole dang country right now is Amazon Logistics, which really made me kind of drop my false teeth. They're even bigger than FedEx is. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of surprised me as well. Um, they um, they've gotten that big, but you know what? Every time you turn around, there's uh, you're seeing more and more Amazon trucks on the road. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, like I said, I, I'm not surprised that they're growing. I guess I was surprised that they're even bigger than FedEx as far as domestic package delivery is concerned. But that does kind of underscore just what a monkey wrench a UPS driver strike could throw into our economy if they do go on strike. So, uh, cheering for some success on those, uh, uh, some success on on on, the, on, on those negotiations. Uh, yeah, a little I bit more so. important than just whether or not you're going to get your Amazon delivery in, because Amazon can do it themselves. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that when it comes to that, I was listening to a report yesterday, and and I, and I think that the drivers probably have a little bit of a of an actual gripe. I mean, the, the, the low end driver is making sixteen bucks, and and that, you know, I mean, that's uh, given wage inflation, that's uh, not much more you can make it work at McDonald's. I was going to say that's that's just a buck above minimum wage in a whole lot of states these days. So yeah, they've they've got a legitimate gripe and a legitimate argument going back and forth. I just hope they can meet in the middle somewhere and keep our delivery services going. Because uh, seeing UPS get shut down for a week or two, well, I think we can probably expect some volatility in the market if that happens. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree. Earning season continues, and this is one of the days where we get a real flood of big names. Uh, uh, We didn't talk about which one to lead with, but the first one that I saw, because I know it was a big drop in profit, uh, 3M, my Lord in heaven, post-it notes and scotch tape. I always put that up there with toilet paper, something we can't live without. Well, that's right. And and 3M, they did, uh, they, they reported. Um, and they did beat on revenue. Um, earnings uh, maybe not, you know, they were kind of missed by a little bit. But uh, but they did beat on revenue, and uh, they actually raised their full year earnings guidance and uh, and reaffirmed their revenue number um, for the year. And they are trading up three point one percent this morning. So so some good news there. I must say the biggest thing that hit the ticker today was General Motors. 
um, in terms of just in terms of, of overall, because, you know, you and I have been talking about year over year has not been good for companies. Well, General Motors kind of uh, they, they they bucked that trend. They're year really? over year. Yeah, they um, they're one of the things I saw was that their year over year revenue was up 25 percent. Holy crud. Yeah. Now their earnings. Wait. Now they did have some some charge offs in there. Um, so there wasn't an actual comparable um, earnings estimate out there because they did have a write-off that was not taken into consideration in, in a lot of the comparables. Um, but even with the adjustments, they made $1.91 a share, which was better than the $1.85 without adjustments that everybody was expecting. So so some, some good news there for them. Um, they beat revenue by $2 billion, more than expected, for this last quarter. So um they're they're really um having a, a pretty good year so far now they are trading down right now just slightly um by about a quarter of a percent and um not sure where that is because they raise their full year guidance and um year over year basis they've increased i mean they everything looked good for them uh, maybe it's just the automotive economy in a general that's got them trading down a little bit right now. It's it's not a sector favorite at the moment, I know. Did, did they happen to split out divisions or anything? What did drive the big growth? Trucks, cars, certainly not EVs, given what we're reading. Yeah, you know, I don't know that I really got all the way through the article. I was looking for the meat and potatoes that I always have to talk about. Um, did not see that anywhere. There's a whole bunch of numbers in here, but... Uh, it doesn't really talk about division by division. They did have a big um, unexpected charge off of $800 million, about $800 million for uh, some commercial agreement they had with uh, LG Electronics um, and that they, I guess, bailed on. So they had a almost $800 million charge back for that. So um, but other than that, means that. Cross my fingers, it means they're bringing some stuff in house, LGs across the other pond. Well, that, that's true. And you wonder how much of that went towards charging stations that they teamed up with Tesla with instead? Could be. My Could thought. Be. I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to see them doing well, just in terms of any domestic industry. Other indications, a whole lot of so we had a, names an old, but you know, an old, old blue company. It's not so uh, relevant these days like it used to be. And that's General Electric. Um, mm -hmm. General Electric had stronger than expected earnings and revenue for this last quarter, and they boosted their full year profit guidance. So, um, you know, they're mostly now in aerospace. Um, so that's kind of the, the area they specialize in now. They're up 3.8% this morning. And then let's uh, Verizon. We'll, we'll kind of close out with Verizon, Dave. Verizon reported, um, and they, uh, they reaffirmed their full year guidance. They did have a mixed quarter for the second quarter for them. Earnings was $1.21, which was better than expected. However, revenue missed by about a half a billion dollars. So they uh, a mixed quarter for them, but they're still up 2.4% this morning. All right. I guess our cell phone bills will be going up, won't they? Of course. <laughs> and we've got some big ones that are coming up later on today, by the way. Alphabet, Google, and Microsoft among the stuff we're going to be talking about tomorrow morning. Resetting the table, it was a, uh, I, I call it a surprising update yesterday. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, what are we looking at? So we've got um, the, the Dow 30 is basically flat right now. 
um, at zero. The S&P 500 is up less than a tenth of a percent. The big winner right now is the NASDAQ 100. It's up about a third of a percent. So um, some good things happening there with that index. On the other side, we've got uh, silver trying to make a little bit of a comeback up six tenths of a percent. Gold's up a quarter of a percent. Uh, I'm sorry, gold is actually down. I looked at the wrong line there. Down about a little over a tenth of a percent. Crude oil is down almost a half a percent this morning at $78.44. But uh, man, it's getting too close to 80, Dave. I think that's a little even higher than it was yesterday morning as we were just a little over 78 yesterday. I'm uh, not impressed. <laughs> Overseas markets, uh, generally an up day on the Asian rim at the 6 a.m. close this morning. The stimulus moves in China had a good effect there. Europe is also trading up fractionally, but up midway through their trading day. Your retirement is important. Your retirement deserves a plan. Your retirement deserves to... Uh, know where the risk is that could scuttle that plan. How do I find you to find the risks in my retirement plans, Philip? The whole risk thing is exactly why we developed our core retirement design, because there's a lot of risk in retirement, not just your portfolio, but with taxes and income, all that stuff we cover in our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning to talk about a whole pile of earnings and uh, what the rumors are like coming out of the Fed as well. I'll see you then, all right? All right, man. Have a great day. Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I hope you will join us again tomorrow morning, same time, same place. If you need anything, we're here as a sounding board, as information to help you make the right choices and the right decisions when it comes to your retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, talk to you tomorrow.